Welcome, everyone, to another edition of our Sawdust City Happy Hour Tastings. Marshall Ferguson alongside Sam Corbet, the brewmaster and co-founder of Sawdust City Brewing. As we uh, head towards the late fall here, we've got a special sweet treat for you today. It is the uh, one and only chocolate raspberry cookie stout, which uh, I have to say, Sam, that I offered this up to uh, one of my friends and they said, mm, I don't know, that seems really out there for me. That seems extreme. I'm, I'm like, first of all, you haven't had some of the other sawdust stuff because if I gave yeah. you a if you gave me a lone wine, I don't think you'd be looking at viola stout as being all that exotic. But this is a this is a fun one. This is an interesting one, uh, and I love the combination of chocolate raspberry. I have always been a huge fan of that, like so many other people. So talk to me about uh, this beer, the creation of it, and uh, and just explain the background on this because it, it is another fun one that you guys have put out and had around for a little while. Well, it's, it actually started out as an imperial stout. It was the first uh, rendition was 9%, but we didn't think that that was responsible going to the LCBO. We thought we would like a few people to enjoy this a little bit more than just uh, the one and done. So we, we calmed it down to the, the five, nine that it is, but the, you know, the, the idea behind it is that it's supposed to taste like a Viva puff. With, <laughs> um, I mean, it, it's pretty clear on the label, like Viva stout, but we, we actually reached out to dare and they, they were completely behind the idea. They had no problem with it. They just, as a family company, they didn't want to uh, be in bed with a, a, an alcohol producer. Because so. beer is the devil, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's what they wrote. <laughs> it wasn't. But, uh, the idea was that it was going to, it was always a beer that I've wanted to make. Cause like growing up, I love Viva Puffs. Like, uh, they were like a staple at my grandma's house and we would go there and we'd always have them. And uh, we've talked about making this beer for so long. And then finally we just had some extra, we just had extra uh, Imperial Stout lying around. So I'm like, screw it. I'm doing it. And uh, it, it went over really well. So then we went to the LCBO and um, it's been selling. It was great. It was a great addition to us last year for our lineup and people really took to it. And uh, we, Dare, Dare actually sent us like two crates of, puffs which was amazing and uh they they disappeared very quickly but, uh, yeah. uh a burgeoning relationship between dare and yourselves uh coming out of this i do love that you actually went to them though because the licensing and the branding and the the usage of names and all of that stuff, it can be pretty tricky and and clearly they were the inspiration for what you wanted to do so i imagine when you walk into that first meeting or that first reach out to them and you say hey we've got this idea we're doing this thing did you basically just go into the meeting and you're like, I grew up eating your stuff? Well, I wrote them this letter and it was very like, I, I, from the start, I'm like, look, I'm just going to be above board. I don't want to get, if they don't, they don't, we'll just call it something else. But like, so I just laid it out and I wrote a letter like very much like, you know, I grew up eating these and they were very uh, understanding. And the crazy, this is the craziest part is that I got a letter back a couple of weeks later uh, from their brand manager and it turns out that the brand manager actually worked at Sawdust at one point. <laughs> she worked there the, the first summer we were open. Uh, she was a bartender. She's like, I worked for you guys. Like, I can't, like, it's, it was very, like, there's absolutely no way that that could possibly happen, but it did. And uh, she had, you know, since went back to school and, and left her, uh, left school and became the brand manager at Viva at, at there. And there we are coming back. It's a very full circle kind of idea. That's crazy. Uh, we, we tried to make it work, but ultimately they decided they didn't want to have anything to do with the booze company. But like I said, they were very okay with us doing it and they appreciated the, the openness and, and us going forward. Cause I mean, obviously calling it Viva La Stout doesn't 
it's not too far off. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of the creative interpretation that you have there. So tell me what people should be getting here in the virtual world as uh, maybe they're cracking open one of these and they're tasting it with us. What should they be getting right off the top? Basically it's this, it's, it smells exactly like the cookie. I can't, yeah. I, I can't get over how much it smells like the cookie. And we added a lot of things to get to there. Like there's graham cracker, there's vanilla, there's chocolate, there's raspberry, and it all kind of comes together on top of the stout base to, to create that same feeling of biting into that cookie. And the, the, the graham cracker kind of in the background, I also didn't know you could buy graham cracker extract, <laughs> which like when I saw it, I'm like, that's just crazy. And I mean, it's, if I had my druthers, everything would be like, you'd be using real fruit and real whatever, but I'm not right. going, I don't know how to extract the flavor of graham cracker into something. So someone, science already did it for us. And it's an unfortunate, like it's the most, color doesn't look great. In the, and when you receive it, you're like, man. But it, the, the, when you put it all together, it, it just comes out exactly like the cookie and uh, we're very happy with it. And I think, you know, around this time of year when the holidays start, Thanksgiving, moving into Christmas, like you kind of want something a little bit more yeah. A little treat, a little something for dessert, a little fun stuff for talking about and having you're sitting around the family and hey, let's have this for dessert. Yeah. And so nice to be able to say sitting around with the family again, because so much of the last year and a half, two years we've spent being like, well, I don't know, can't see the family. Maybe I'll have a virtual beer. This is a this is honestly a great one that you can sit and relax and have over half hour, 45 minutes kind of thing where you're just hanging out with the family and having some laughs and talking about whatever. That's kind of the vibe that I get from it in terms of the social experience that we always talk about when it comes to kind of pairing uh, what you're doing with what you're drinking. But the, um, yeah, the, the graham cracker is, is interesting because I don't get it until I'm actually done the sip and everything. And then just like lingering on the back of my mouth is it tastes like I crunched down into just like a, like, yeah, it, it, it totally it's has that vibe. Yeah. <laughs> it, it I remember the first time we, we had it, we were taking the, we were trying it out of the fermenter and everyone's like, Oh my God, this is ridiculous. It's exactly like, and we would go and we'd buy the cookie and we tried together. Like, this is crazy. So it really worked out really well and we're happy with it. And um, it does well at the LCBO and good. It's a great conversation piece and it's fun. And I think we could all use a little bit of fun right now. Um, a little stress breaker. It does feel like finally, like, you know, they just announced that sports stadiums and arenas are going to be able to go to full capacity soon. So you can, every crack, every day gets a little bit brighter and yeah. hopefully, you know, we'll be able to, everyone will be able to sit down and enjoy a few of the puffs together. Yeah. And it'll be good. Very exciting to have that. I know on, uh, I believe it was yesterday as we're taping this on Saturday that, uh, the Tiger Cats announced that they were going to be full capacity as of their game on Monday, on Thanksgiving Monday, oh. like a snap of a finger. And they're just like, hey, full capacity tickets available. We're playing against Toronto. And I was like, oh, my God, like the city of Hamilton is just going to sprint to the box office now that we have that availability, because there are so many people that have been waiting for the green light. Right. As long as you're double vaccinated, you have proof and all of that, then you can go and enjoy some of these normal things. I was actually I was laughing with you. Uh, Sam off the air off our recording here a while ago because I said yeah the CFL office when I'm around there there's this crazy Russian vodka bar you would not believe how many people were down there the other night and it just hang I, and I walked past and I went oh my god this feels normal there's a there's a bunch of people at 2 a.m that are 
standing outside and talking about everything that just happened inside the club and whatever. I'm like, we're certainly headed in that direction. But one last thing I do want to ask you about uh, Viva List out here is I love what you said off the top of this chat today, which was that you grew up eating them and you would always wanted to make that beer. There's such a, an amazing, fun freedom to the idea of, I loved this thing growing up. I'm just going to figure out how to bring it to fruition in beer format. Like, I love the idea of that. And when you started talking about some of those staples, for me, my mind went to two things. And this is probably because my family is Scottish, as you know, with Ferguson. Uh, and so Werther's Originals was well, something. Like the caramel. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, but that's like not super far off from the maple butter tart ale that you guys already have, like sort of in that yeah. same vibe-ish, not quite the same, but that's, that's one that I thought of where I'm like, oh, that would be interesting. And the other one was Little Debbie's. Because when you start talking about Viva Puffs, I think of Little Debbie's because that was probably because they're available at the dollar store. My family's cheap. Uh, they would just fire those into my backpack like they were going out of style the entire time I was in elementary school. Every single day you open up, you're like, Little Debbie's again? And then you're like, you know what? I don't care because this is good. So. You'd actually you'd be upset if they weren't there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but is there is there another childhood staple for you? perhaps that not even necessarily in production, or I'm just wondering about Sam Corbett growing up who you, you loved something and you've created now this Viva Puff inspired Viva La Stout, one that you could think of that, you know, I really enjoyed that as a kid. That might be interesting. And then what would that style of beer be to pair with that, that staple of the childhood? I, I got to be honest, we've gone through a lot. So I've yeah. covered off a lot of the old childhood stuff for me. As, like, I would, as I would hope that you have, because when you're in charge, you better cover off a bunch of them. Even the one that we did uh, the, the other day with a collab with, with Merritt, it wasn't like, it's not, it wasn't a pizza beer, but it was a beer that we wanted because we thought it would be perfect with pizza. Mm. And that was the idea is that both Spinny and I were like, like we have like this, unholy love for pizza so we wanted to do, make the perfect beer for pizza and teenage mutant ninja turtles so that's what we did i mean it wasn't necessarily just because it was a pizza beer but i mean i think that's what we can also go there but like in terms of creating the exact profile again i i mean we've been thinking about this for a bit because like once we've done this we have to move on one of the one of the things that happens with the LCB is you got to keep it fresh. So like you got a couple years and you got to come up with something else, and it's hard to keep coming up with new ideas. <laughs> and when you're mining the same well over and over again, eventually, like you know, the ore is depleted. Yeah. Uh, it kind of makes me I, think of the uh, the old Zoolander quote of the dance monkey dance, where it's just like, hey, get out there, do the jazz hands, make the new thing, and you're like, yeah, this is the business. And you know, part of that is fun because it does push you to stay creative but it's also sometimes like you you just get to a block and you're like oh man mm -hmm. i don't know because we've done so much and like i don't want to just go down i don't want to jump the shark because that's oh there's always that you know possibility you end up literally jumping the shark so i don't know <laughs> All right. Well, I will leave that one with you and, uh, and we'll save that as a tease for next week when we get back together here and do another one of these tastings where I will demand from Sam to find out uh, the childhood staple and the style. I have, that home would... I have homework for the week. There you go. That'll be a fun one for now. While he's doing his homework, everybody go out, get yourself evil list out. It is delicious. Again, the chocolate raspberry cookie stout, uh, the color of it. I thought interesting too, on the pour, I was just, wow, that is, 
really really dark and you taste it you're like but classic right everybody's scared of those dark beers like we've talked about so much and you taste you're like that's delicious that does not taste like motor oil and raspberry lightens it up so much like you're like (laughs) <laughs> it is really good again at soda city beer and sodacitybeer.com is where you can go to get all of your orders as you get set for thanksgiving weekend and uh tailgates at full capacity canadian football league games not bad everybody not bad enjoy yourselves have a great weekend cheers sam happy thanksgiving <laughs>